Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time to take a ride on the Steelers' afternoon drive with our co-hosts, Alan Saunders and Zachary Smith. And Nick Faribault. Yeah, that's right. This isn't a misinterpretation. You're seeing things correctly right now. Zachary Smith, Alan Saunders, Nick Faribault, all three of us here. Steelers Afternoon Drive. What's going on, fellas? Guys, if if Mike Vrabel is an intimidatingly large man, what does that make us exactly? Like, we're, we could probably, like, invade a small country, I think, if, like, one millionaire is afraid of Mike Vrabel. We could. Yeah, um, I've had some thoughts once I saw that. You know, I there. I, growing up, one of my dreams when I had to stop playing football uh, when I was in like eighth grade was like, oh, maybe I could get into coaching at some point. This puts that to rest. I can't. You could intimidating You're of a just presence. Too yeah. intimidating of a person, especially yeah. with that mustache. Jeez, I mean, mm-hmm. couldn't do it. Couldn't couldn't do it. I I totally get it. Yeah, Nick, what's going on, pal? Yeah, guys, not much. Um, I am absolutely and i will admit this fried after the trip <laughs> from dallas to mobile back to pittsburgh i am fried after that 10-day trip but i watched a lot of football learned a lot of things about football and apparently also that maybe i was too intimidating for people to hide <laughs> do you feel like that, you, that's the do you feel like you intimidated anyone on this trip did you do, do you feel that you know i there was one time i was watching the one-on-ones with the lineman in frisco and all of the scouts huddled the other way. So possibly, possibly. Possibly. That was maybe, it. 
maybe maybe yeah, that's it. Maybe that's it. But you know, I'm I'm a football guy, so like embrace me. You know, I'm I'm I got that Mike Vrabel in me. <laughs> I, I listen. If he's uh, too intimidating to be a head coach, again, you know, I'm gonna keep pounding the drum. I think he makes all the sense in the world to be on Pittsburgh's defensive staff. Well, I think we want to talk about coaching, and I just wrote about yeah. this. Uh, column at the site, SealersNow.com. Go get Mike Vrabel. Go get Eric Bieniemy. Go get Heinz Ward. Get them all. If our Rooney is going to sit there and say, I'm urgent about winning, and you have mm-hmm. this many really good coaches still out there, I think the Steelers need to make, I mean, Smitty, we have talked on this podcast a ton about how we feel like the size of the Steelers coaching staff and the quality of the Steelers coaching staff have been an issue. Mm-hmm. Man, is it out there, whether it's Mike Vrabel, whether it's the enemy, whether it's, I mean, look at what's happening with the college coaches and how, you know, the, like guys like Jeff Halfley yeah. saw Charlie Partridge uh, today sprinting to the NFL, like go load this coaching staff up with Go build a coaching dream team. Like it's hard to make a really good roster. You have a salary cap. You have a limited draft capital. Players get old quickly. You know they have injuries. Like stuff happens. The only things that are stopping you from having the best coaching staff in the league are the ability to attract candidates and money. And you're not going to tell me that you you can't attract candidates with Mike Tomlin. So let's go. Like I I, I think I'm. I, I think I, they really absolutely have a huge opportunity here to put together something like truly special with the coaching staff. I think they could. I don't think they will, um, but I think they could. <laughs> I mean, listen, the college ranks are interesting to me too. Cause yeah, I wasn't even thinking like, about college ranks. I, I Heinz Ward is an interesting wide receivers coach candidate, but I'm talking about Brian Hartline, Ron Bellamy, um, let's talk about the biggest fish you can get in college football. Go out and get Brian Hartline, the guy that's produced every single Ohio State receiver you know of in the last half decade. Go get that mm-hmm. guy. Go get Ron Bellman. Look at Michigan's receiving core and what they've done under him. Like, go get these talented coaches. That Mike Tomlin has done one thing really well throughout his career. He's been able to really identify hires at the college level, guys like Gray Brown, Carl Dunbar, um, that have come up and have been really good positional coaches. There's a chance to really go get this now. The attrition of the college game, the fact that there is no offseason in college and how much NIL and all this has forced guys to want to get out of the college game should work to Mike Tomlin's favor. He has connections there, and there are really talented coaches still there uh, down at the college level that you can get. Cortez Hankton at LSU actually got an NFL OC interview this cycle, uh, you know, and has, uh, you know, a, a Oh, I mean, guy could be a Steelers first round pick uh, coming out uh, in, in this draft as well. There are a ton of those guys out there. How about Brennan Marion was a wide receivers coach here in Pittsburgh not that long ago, now an OC in UNLV. He's interesting to me. Like, just go find some. I, they don't have to hit on them all, but take some swings, man. Get some good, fresh blood. Get some good, experienced guys to fill that Vrabel or that uh, Flores. Yeah, Vrabel, that Flores role. <laughs> where you have that veteran guy who's been there and done that and is looking for a career rebound man like there's no reason the Steelers can't be like Nick Saban was at Alabama where it was like coaching rehab for guys that would come in after they failed somewhere else and and, and get their uh, mojo back and man I don't know it just feels like if they're really serious about doing this like why okay Nick you said they won't do it like why what's a good reason not to there is none I just 
the history of this team's hires tell me they will not. I mean, you it's like one of those things to me where show me you're gonna do it before I buy into it. Like, are you gonna do are you gonna hire Eric Bianami? Like, you're gonna have to pay him more than you will a normal guy on your coaching staff that's not an OC. He can't just be a position coach. Uh, so like you have mm-hmm. to do you have to shell out more money. I'm just not sure, you know, how much they're going to do that. Uh, the size of the coaching staff, maybe that's the issue. Maybe Tomlin, Tomlin has talked about how he likes fewer cooks in the kitchen. Like, is he willing to add more cooks to the kitchen? This is one thing that we talked about kind of with Arthur Smith is the drop back passing game that he has is like the least impressive part of his offense. He doesn't have a good drop back passing game. Bring in someone that does. Like, get me someone that does. Um, I want to see them run gap schemes. So I want to keep Eddie Faulkner. Like, Eddie Faulkner to me is one of those guys that could absolutely go somewhere else and be hired away by a new coach looking for a really good NFL coach that has experience concocting good run schemes and being a good running backs coach. Like, keep that guy on your staff. Make sure to fend off everybody. Like, I, I need to see them try and patch up weaknesses of their entire coaching staff. Only truly top-tier candidates have no weakness. But most of the time, they do have weaknesses, but they're surrounded by guys that accentuate their strengths and shore up their weaknesses. Okay, so Arthur Smith doesn't have a great shotgun, empty, drop-back passing game. Well, they're going to need that this year no matter what. That's what Kenny Pickett does the best. And if that's the plan that you're going to go with Kenny Pickett, he's not going to become a guy that goes 50% under center all of a sudden. Yeah, you can make him learn that, but that's not what he's going to be comfortable with to start the year. And in order to win games in the playoffs, you need to have a good drop-back passing game to try and come back against the Chiefs, the Ravens, all of these other teams. So you better have that on your staff. Now, whoever that might be, that's another question. But there's so many talented guys. Uh, Tanner Engstring from, uh, from Detroit is a really good candidate for that too, where he could really help kind of meld together what you have um, in, in, in Smith's run game. Um, so I really just want to see them, you know, I get a, get a front seven assistant uh, to help Terrell Austin. I keep telling people Terrell Austin does so many good things on the back end. He's a great secondaries mm-hmm. coach. He clearly identifies secondary talent. Well, um, especially with the young guys, but he's not a great blitz guy. Like he doesn't concoct blitzes very well. So we've talked about this before, uh, Alan, I am in favor. Mike Vrabel, yes, obviously he's the big fish, but the guy I would call up is currently at the University of Illinois is Jim Leonard. Like we are talking about a guy that was literally one of the most sought after coaches, coordinators at the college level. And somehow still doesn't have a DC job. Watt, Nick Herbig, Isaiah Loudermilk. Yeah. And Keanu Benton. Yeah. I think that's a good call. Yeah. Like he's a, He's a perfect fit because the Steelers do so much of what Wisconsin did under Jim Leonard. And so he's a perfect fit. Like add guys to this staff to help your coaches. We talk so much about how the coordinator hires haven't been good. And I understand that, you know, Matt Canada was a complete bust. Randy Feitner is a complete bust. They're just not good NFL coordinators. But you look at a guy, for example, like in Tampa Bay, like Dave Canales this year, where he's a first year OC and he's a head coach now. And he's surrounded by guys like Tom Moore, who has been in the league for 50 years. Thad Lewis is a very hot OC candidate, QB's coach. Like, he is surrounded by very talented players. Look at Kevin's, look at what Kevin Stefanski did this offseason. Uh, that was a good staff that he had concocted. 
Deuce Staley at running backs coach, Tommy Reese coming up, Ken Dorsey. Like, he upgraded his whole staff, feeling like he needs some help in the in the past game. Like, good coaches accentuate their strengths with others and help fill in their weaknesses. So that's what you need on this coaching staff. And there are opportunities abound to do that. You know, go to Antonio Pierce is doing, you know, brings in, you know, a guy like Marvin Lewis, uh, brings in Rob Ryan, uh, you know, br- brings in all these guys that have a ton of NFL experience. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think the thing that you hit on there, the idea of having a pass game coordinator is the part of this that feels the most, I think Heinz Ward is a reasonable wide receivers coach candidate too. But I mean, they've interviewed three guys for this, according to, to Noah Strack being at uh, all Steelers. And it seems like it's going to happen, right? It's going to be, uh, there. it looks like they're going to hire someone with this uh, pass game coordinator role. So it seems like that to me is the one that's most likely to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Charles London of those Kents looks like a good good candidate. Drop back mm-hmm. passing game, did a nice job with Will Levis this year, would be a good hire. Yeah, I would agree. You know, we haven't even, like, touched on – we're talking about the coaching openings on the Steelers staff now after today. Frisman Jackson not going to be back. Uh, Matt, is this Tom Show, offensive quality control coach? Uh, and then Dave Corley, who is the assistant quarterback coach. All three of those guys not going to be back. We already knew uh, that Glenn Thomas was going back to the college ranks. So there's some openings now on this offensive staff. Obviously, the wide receivers coach is the one that everybody's going to be looking at. Alan and I both presume that Frisman Jackson was not going to be back. Um, you kind of thrown out some candidates there and stuff like that. I saw somebody throw out maybe even the idea of combining roles, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on that, like an Antoine Randall for a pass game coordinator and wide receivers coach. I don't know if the Lions would let him interview. Um, right. I, and I don't know why he would want to leave the Lions. But like, yeah, it'd be great. I just I, I don't see how that works with the with the the league rules. I just don't, didn't know if you guys thought he was a fit and not being a quarterback. Like I didn't know. If yeah, that he'd be a fit represent. for sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't okay. think that pass game coordinator person has to be a quarterback. You know, and and I also I don't think the wide receivers coach person needs to be you know a, a wide receiver either. Like, you mm-hmm. know, there's there's lots of ways you can approach those positions. I mean, Arthur Smith's wide receivers coach had. Atlanta was TJ Yates, who was a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so it's it's not like it it has to be one thing or the other. Um, I think you just go find the coaches you want to add to your staff and you fit them where they fit. But I the the league doesn't recognize those like half step jobs like pass game coordinator and assistant head coach as promotions in terms of um you're like you you can't block a guy from interviewing for a coordinator job if they're a position coach, but you could block that kind of interview uh, if you're the Lions, and I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah, don't know why they wouldn't. Um, would be a great hire, obviously, if that did happen. I don't think they need to come from a QB's background if it is true that they are keeping Mike Sullivan. Um, if Mike mm-hmm. Sullivan is here, yeah. that is probably his role. He is going to be the conduit of the quarterback to Arthur Smith. So this pass game coordinator could absolutely be the wide receivers coach. It could be a separate entire thing where it's just a pass game coordinator, and that's the focus, the schematic focus. Um, I have talked about this a lot before, but I feel like the Steelers' offense under Matt Canada was terrible at self-scouting their own tendencies. They would do the same thing over and over again for a month before finally actually fixing it. And usually it would come on either a long week, the bye week, or some just area where they had a, a kind of downtime to look at it. You need a bigger staff to actually look at that and to quality control yourself 
And I thought they actually did a better job of that down the stretch. I don't know what the internal dynamics of the, the workflow were, but it might've just been guys just, you know, doing more and more and more and more and chiseling away at it. But that's also why to me, it's attractive to add more to the staff because the defense has more on their staff and they consistently change what they do weekly. They consistently change what they do schematically throughout the year. And like that to me needs to also trickle over the offensive side of the ball. You need to be consistently innovating on the offensive side of the football. And I just haven't felt like they've done that enough. So pass game coordinator could help that out and also help out the weaknesses that Arthur Smith brings to the team. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, so where in your mind would a guy like Eric B fit into the picture if he were brought in on the staff? Pass game coordinator, assistant head coach, either, both. I mean, I think that that fits. Um, you know, I, I think the Steelers have some flexibility there. I mean, I guess you could call him like a senior offensive assistant like they did on the defensive mm-hmm. side. That works too. Whatever you want to call him. I mean, I think the idea is – and, you know, this is something interesting I wrote too. It's like we spent this entire offseason talking about, oh, the McVay tree and, oh, the Shanahan tree. It's like, you know, Andy Reid went to four of the last five Super Bowls, right? <laughs> like – What's yeah. wrong with his coaching tree, and why is nobody talking about that? You know, I, I just think it's funny that, like, I, I think it's because Shanahan and McVay are these, like, young and, and sort of exciting coaches that maybe uh, there's been a little bit of different focus. But, uh, yeah, I'll have what, what the Chiefs are having, and, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm fine with that, especially in terms of, of passing concepts. You know, I'd love to see – uh, what Eric Bieniemy? Look at the like Sam Howell was like twelfth in the league in passing this year. Like I, I, I think there's reasonable criticisms of the way things went down with Bieniemy as the offensive coordinator in Washington, and clearly some of the players weren't all about everything that he was what seemed to be about, and uh, they didn't run the ball well at all. But they could throw it, and uh, that's where Arthur Smith seems to have a weakness. So yeah, heck yeah, I'd put them together. I think it'd be great. Kind of an odd background, though, coming from a running back background to have that. And I will say a lot of the, the yards that Hal created were out of structure chaos plays. So I don't love that. I have questions about the enemy, um, but not really as an assistant. Like, as an OC guy calling the shots, yeah. If he's a senior offensive assistant, like, he absolutely should have a job, at least in that sector, Right. Yeah. A guy that has been under Andy Reid for over a de- like a half a decade, a guy that knows what that is like. Um, so yeah, senior offensive assistant probably is where he would fall in. Um, I can see him being assistant head coach too, just because yeah, like that is been that in the yeah, past. Like, yeah, he he was that in Washington, you know, and and I think that would work uh, as well. And look, I, I think the idea of having more experienced coaches around the staff helping Mike Tomlin is real too. Like I, I just think well, you know, we've seen it when things like challenges and things like clock management. Like I, I, I think he needs more help uh, than this coaching staff, especially this past year, was really able to give him. He had no one to lean on in those times that he that had that experience, and I think it showed. I think I think they regressed in a lot of those areas. Alan, one of our favorites uh, from YouTube, Berg Sports Fan, asks us a question here. I feel like I should bring it up right now because we're talking about the coaching staff. But they went back to Friday's show to comment 
just today because of the coaching yeah. staff changes. They're like, I got to ask them a question. Let me pop onto the YouTube. Um, but it said, okay, with these openings now on the staff, how do you think that this process is going to play out? Is this going to be kind of Arthur Smith's call in terms of who he brings over to be the wide receivers coach or how will this play out? Oh, I think it'll be Smith and Tomlin probably. Um, I don't even know that anyone other than like, Art's got to write the check. I mean, I, I think that's, that's pretty much those guys at this point though. Yeah, I think Arthur Smith will um, probably call a lot of the cans he's familiar with and has connections to. He and Mike will probably do the interviews, um, and then they'll decide collaboratively. I'm sure he already has a few names in mind, probably to interview and, and guys that he wants to see come along to the staff. Um, I, I look at a guy like Todd Downing, um, who is in New York right now with the Jets, that I could see being an, an option there. Um, there's a few guys that make sense with connections to Arthur Smith. Um, but he'll have a say. He'll not have the well, final That's what I was going to ask. Was, if there were guys, okay, we're mentioning candidates that we like because we think that they are the best ones, but like, are they the ones that make the most sense or would come to mind first based off who's here right now? I think it would probably make the most sense to find someone that was like tightly connected to Arthur Smith and had worked in the offense that he wants to install before. But I can't really find anyone that that fits. They all kind of already have jobs. Like, there aren't, there isn't an obvious guy who's like out there available that had been on his staff in Atlanta. I mean, Dave Ragon was his offensive coordinator. I guess that could be a fit as a wide receivers coach. Um, uh, that's kind of the only one that I think really stands out to me. And and look, the reason you want that is because you got to teach 30 guys, this offense this summer, it really helps to have more than one person that's done it for more than one year. And it's not, you know, learning, uh, you know, as the players are learning, that, that certainly would be a benefit, but I'm just not sure there are a ton of those obvious candidates out there. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you know, if this had been earlier, I think what would have been a perfect fit would have been Rob Moore, who had been... Yeah, the, but he's got a job. Yeah, he would have been the Titans wire uh, series because from 2018 to 2023, he had deep connections to Arthur Smith, obviously. But uh, Dave Canales hired him in Carolina, so um, that is not on the table. I feel like that would have been the perfect candidate. Um, to take that job, but obviously now they're going to look elsewhere. I'm telling you with this job, you know, with receivers, I would just, I would try and make a big splash. I really would. I like, I, I, the fastest way to getting Pittsburgh back to competing with the limited quarterback situation they have is to beef up everything else. Like become the San Francisco 49ers do that. Like beef up everything you have around your quarterback. Um, and, and you know, now that they now that the 49ers have a quarterback, now they're in the super like it, it can be that. Um, but they did it with Jimmy Garoppolo and, and all these other guys, and they win with you know subpar quarterback play and have under Kyle Shanahan. So, you know, the fastest way to competing is, is beefing everything up, and so that comes not just with personnel, that comes with the coaching staff, too. So, honestly, I think my first call for wide receivers coach would go to Brian Hartline. I think it would, oh, I would man. gauge what he wants how much he gets paid by Ohio state. And I would want to see what he, if he wants to get out of college, like, does he want it? Does he want to leave? He might not want to, he might not want to, um, in which case you just move on to the next, but like you are doing yourself a disservice by not ringing that phone. Yeah. <laughs> the Ohio state university. But part, yeah, part man, of me hates it. Part of me loves it. I'm cool it, with it's just, it though, you're doing a disservice to yourself. If you don't ring that guy's phone and you yeah. aren't asking are you interested in making the move to the NFL? 
you have to, in my opinion, make that call. Smitty, we got 10 minutes or so here left. I want to, I want to change the subject here. Uh, So let's talk about February and what you and I are doing and why Nick is here. Since we didn't at the beginning, we just kind of jumped into it and it's cool, but I want to, I want to get into it a little bit here. So we're, in the middle of the off season, you could call it the dead of the off season, right? I mean, we've still got months sure and months of the draft, and we're going to talk about the draft a whole bunch uh, between now and then, and free agency uh, when we get there. But there's not a lot on the calendar here happening in February. Actually, when Nick and I, Nick and I drove back from Mobile, 14 hour drive back, dropped him off yesterday afternoon, and he was like, "So when's the next thing we have to be at it in person?" I was like, "Nothing, <laughs> not for a while, right?" So. Uh, Smitty, what we're going to do in the podcast here is we're going to bring in some guests. We're going to have some people ride shotgun with us on the Steelers afternoon drive. And we're going to talk about the Steelers, but I think we also kind of want to just like get to know some peeps. Now, obviously, everybody here on the channel probably knows Nick pretty well. But um, Nick, this was your not your first time in Mobile and not, not, you know, you've been on the beat full time for like a whole year. But I just kind of want to get your thoughts on like the experience you had your seven day trip here going to uh, first the shrine game, then the senior bowl and kind of, uh, I don't know where you at. What was it like? It was interesting. Um, first of all, I just think the shrine game and senior bowl are so different. Like it is crazy shrine game. I was on the field. I was close to the action. Like it's just not as highly covered as the senior bowl. The senior bowl has turned into a big event now. That's a festivity mm-hmm. of sorts. So it was like a lot more intimate. And I feel like I got to know the guys. And like, I, if you ask me about someone from the Shrine Bowl, like I'm pretty sure I could tell you how they're like, what they play like, their style, all of this, their story. Like, I can do that. Senior bowl, I can do a little less of that, but I can tell you a lot more, in my opinion, about their style of play, the stock that they have. So it's interesting, but it's a great conglomeration of scouts, media, all these other people that you meet. You never know who you're going to meet down in Mobile. Like, that's what I love. But I also love Mobile as a very underrated city. I enjoy being down there. Um, Most people don't think of Mobile, Alabama, and say that's a good city, but it truly is like mini New Orleans. It's really awesome. Uh, Alan took me to my first ever Mardi Gras parade. That was pretty freaking cool. <laughs> um, he mossed me a few times for the for the beads, which un, was one which was very unfortunate um, as they were throwing them off the the floats. I really enjoy it though, man. Um, just getting to meet people, um, getting to kind of talk about this. It, it's kind of a reflection on what a game of football can do, you know, for a whole community at large. Like it just brings all these guys together. Um, and it's good to meet the guys too, for these draft prospects. I always say I can watch the tape as much as I want. And I could think this guy's really good. And I do think he's really good, but I don't know the guy, right. I'm not in the interview room. So just even getting to talk to these guys for, you know, three, four five minutes, it's just, it's pretty invaluable. Um, but the shrine game, even more, you know, I was talking to them for 15 to 20 minutes. Like I really got to know those guys kind of really in depth. So I, I was able to kind of get a gauge on that. So I, I love these trips. Draft time is my favorite time of season. Um, outside of obviously the main football season, I came up as a draft guy. Um, so the fact that, you know, I get to do all moves coverage now, man, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I was, um, I remember like when the whole like CJ Stroud, Bryce young debate was happening and there were like questions about CJ Stroud's like wonderlick score. And people were like talking about him, like, like he's some kind of like, 
moron and i was like no he's not i've talked to him i've met him like i i know i had a long conversation with him like he's not dumb i think there's so much value in just getting a like your your name and and, and your face together and and meeting some of these people who struck you who stood out like what what's somebody that you had an interaction with this week whether it was a player or somebody else you met like a scout or a coach or whatever that you were like oh i'll remember that one i'll give you one from the shrine one from the senior shrine game is Dadrian Taylor Demerson, safety from Texas Tech. I'm telling you right now, I can't tell you enough about this guy. I talked to him for 15, 20 minutes, just about his mentality in football, what he did. He he is like the exact type of leader you want to like. I could tell he is a leader in that locker room. You're mag you're magnetized to him. Like he is a guy after that conversation that I would want to stand up for and draft for my team. Like I loved that kid's uh, tenacity and we were just in like, you know, we were just in the players lounge. Like, it's not like it was like some competitive circuit. Like I'm just talking to the guy and, and, and it, he, he lit up about life football, everything high character player tapes really good on top of that. He was awesome all week. He's the big guy that stuck out to me there at the senior bowl. You know, you meet so many guys at the senior bowl that it's tough um, to kind of nail down one, but, um, you know, I, I met this, um, this offensive line guru down there that, um, just kind of changed the way I, I thought about the position, kind of how you look at tools, um, how you evaluate it, um, the type of personalities that you want in each position, uh, it's different, right? Like at center, you want a natural born leader and in, in different things, but like at tackle, you also need to be communicative. Like you better let the guard know, like you better be in sync with them. Like, and so I thought that was just really impressive. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm pretty privileged to be able to be connected to some people like that by, you know, just the fact that I am on a beat and, and players will sometimes connect me with people. And, and that's kind of what happened there. And so that really stuck out to me at the senior bowl. I was, I was sitting in the stands talking to him like all day trying to, um, I think Allen even got a little bit of it, but not too much of it. Um, so I had to feed him all the information there um, as much as possible. But he was he was awesome. I love that. Nick and I were talking. He was telling me about uh, the player from Texas Tech before we actually started recording. He's uh, he sounds like a ball player. Allen, anything else? Yeah, I mean, I think we're gonna keep doing this. If if you guys have people you would like to come on to ride shotgun with us on the afternoon drive. Leave us a message. We'll try. We've got some irons in the fire. I don't want to oversell, uh, but I've I've got some what I consider to be big guests. I think that we're trying to line up here. I know uh, Taylor Swift. Yes, I have asked <laughs> Taylor Swift's boyfriend's high school teammate, someone uh, who has covered a <laughs> yeah. game that Taylor Swift's boyfriend has played in. Oh, I can do. I can. I can swing that. I'm pretty sure I can get someone that's done that. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll uh we'll keep it going. But if you got anyone specific, uh, I think we've got uh, Chris Carter lined up for Friday. Of course, Chris has been around. Uh, but we want to get we want to branch out too beyond our immediate family here, Steelers now, and and bring in some people, uh, some player types, and some so maybe some coach types, some people with different perspectives, and uh, hope to keep this going for a couple weeks during these sort of doldrums here uh of february and then uh get cracking with uh free agency in the draft in march and april 
Love it. Let us know in the comments. Uh, Nick, I can't really say that you're you're a guest. You've been a host on here several times, so you're really just like a third co-host on here. But tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at FairAboutFB. Um, you can obviously read the stuff at SteelersNow.com. That's always what you should do. You should read Alan and I's stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Please. Uh, the roof over my head depends on it. Um, so please do it. Um, and also subscribe to this YouTube channel to support Smitty's mustache campaign. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? All right. What are we at right now? Uh, it's 11,000 something. 11, uh, when we hit, I'm, I'm not going to shave this again. When we hit 12, I'll go back to just a mustache once again. Ooh. I'm not sure that's Every a positive. I'm not sure that's a positive incentive. I, hey, for everyone. Man, I wouldn't you know. have thought so, but like, again, other than my niece and nephew, everybody's been pretty positive with their remarks. All when, right. When when you so. if you come out to Latrobe sometime next year, somehow, mm-hmm. some way, there needs to be a hookup from Smitty to Arthur Smith. Oh yeah. Get oh, we're getting the get picture it. taken of Smitty and Arthur Smith <laughs> together this summer. A hundred percent. That is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there. I'm ready for it. Alan, tell the people where they can find you. At A Saunders underscore PGH, PGH Steelers Now, SteelersNow.com. Subscribe, Steelers Now Plus. Uh, get all the best stuff from me, Nick, and Derek Bell. Derek will be on here too uh, this month for sure. Uh, we'll get him mm-hmm. lined up. And uh, yeah, let us know. You know what would be absolutely wild is if one episode, it's all four of us. I don't know what would happen. Like, but pandemonium, chaos, yeah. cats and dogs living together. <laughs> Uh, I am Zachary Smith PGH. That's where you can find me. Like, subscribe, hit that notification bell here. Hit us in the comments with any questions or thoughts about what we talked about. Leave us a five-star review if you're listening to Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. For Alan Saunders, for Nick Fairball, for myself, thanks for jumping in. Take another ride on the Steelers Afternoon Drive. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 